I actually take thee, Justin, to be my lawful wedded husband, to have and to hold from this day forward, even if I have to live with you waking up finer than me. That's so sweet, babe. <laughs> Go. That's so sweet. I had to pause for a second. <laughs> like how petty. I was going to be petty, but now I don't know what to do. Just say a little petty ass back. <laughs> I, Justin, take thee, Ashley, to be my lawful wedded wife, to have and to hold from this day forward, even if. You tried to find the nicest way possible to tell me I was getting fat. <laughs> I'm just big boned, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? So I, I have two issues with these vows. Okay. The first, I have a problem with me telling you that you wake up finer than me and there being no objection. (laughs) (laughs) I have have a problem with that. I'm working on taking compliments. Oh, that's okay. I I, I accept that. I've been doing this marriage thing. I, I can spend this. Okay. Um... No, but seriously, like, you do wake up finer than me. I th- I think it's a problem. I don't understand. Like, you wake up, everything's still in place. Like, I wake up, you like, man, you got something on your <laughs> Man, you got something on your cheek. Like, damn, I was asleep, weren't you? God damn, what was you doing? Sleep standing up? Shit. I wrap my hair at night. Any <laughs> <laughs> fucking way. <laughs> Then the second thing that I'm taking issue with is for you not going to sit on this podcast and call yourself Big Bone Dick. <laughs> Just stop, okay? But no, but it's okay. So that that's my funny issue with it. But the bigger, not Big Bone Dick, but the bigger issue here is that, y'all, I tried to tell Justin, I was like, I really like this weight on you. And I do. Because I can see it up here, like, in your shoulders. And I can just see how easy it's going to translate into muscle. Because you didn't have the fat there to make the muscle. But now that it's there, it's like, oh, snap. I'm starting to see a little something, something I ain't never seen before. Hey, I'm trying to tell y'all. I just want to give my testimony real quick. Shut the <laughs> Give it again so we can make sure we all clear. What? I was being serious. How you going to shoot down my testimony? Guys, I'm a cautiously optimistic. <laughs> I am 31 years old. For the past 12 years of my life, I have been trying to gain weight unsuccessfully. Mm-hmm. But I haven't pouted. I did not get in my feelings. Because I knew one day my metabolism would slow down. Mm-hmm. I just eat, eat, eat. Nothing happened. That's eat all whatever. you do. And nothing happened. And I am happy to say, since I graduated high school, I have now gained five pounds. That shit pissed here to me stay. off. That shit pissed me off, y'all. Let me. So this is. So he's being serious. I'm so serious. He's I, being so serious, and it's it's so annoying because. Women, y'all know how easy it is for our weight to fluctuate. Like, you happy, you got happy weight. Like, you sad, you got the depressed weight. Like, life change, college, baby, whatever. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) And this man over here steps on the scale is the same size every time. Every single time, if he if it's Wednesday, he might be like a pound up or a pound I down. On Friday, he gonna be the same size that he was when he left FN High School, and I don't understand it. He does 
nothing. <laughs> he don't do shit. Do y'all do y'all hear me? I do ten push-ups a year. Thank you. He don't do <laughs> shit. Meanwhile, t- just insert any any validation to we always trying to get it together by working out. And, you know, we fall off the wagon from time to time. But nothing ever happens in those little bit of days. Point being, one day, Justin came down the steps, had on these cargo pants. I said, hmm, Justin is notorious for shrinking things in the laundry. So I automatically assumed he must have had to have shrunk his pants because they were just a little bit tight. Then he got fully down the steps, and I said, oh, he gained a little weight. You saw that thing. The gut? Oh. <laughs> Wait, what I, what I see? What? Uh, I'm sorry. What thing? Continue. What you, you talking about? That muffin? I saw that muffin Continue thing. Fuck. <laughs> and so I was like, you know, I'm, this is quite the conundrum. Like, I don't know what to say. Now, I didn't know if he was going to be, like, self-conscious about it or what. So, I chose the manly thing to do, and I said nothing. Yeah. Right? I said, we only going somewhere in Gastonia. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> we're not really going nowhere special. So, I ain't going to say nothing. I'm just waiting for the appropriate time. So, then he gets home. He, like... And my pants was kind of sad. I was like, yeah, I was going to say anything, but whoop de whoop whatever, whatever. So we had the conversation. So now a little more weight has come his way, and we have both noticed it. And I'm seeing it, like, fill out, you know, in a good way. So I say this to him. And so I was like, well, shit, how can I, you know, say, bring it up? I said, babe, how much did you use to weigh? How much did you, what you say, babe? How much did you use to weigh? 75. 175 y'all 175 he goes uh i said okay oh and how much do you weigh now with the weight one fucking 80 Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's it i was so mad like i couldn't even fit like i intended to have a full conversation with him about how i just thought like the weight looked great on him and you know just toning it up would just be just perfect and when he said just five pounds i was so mad i just got up and i went downstairs you probably yes i was like what the fuck bro because it's the most awkward conversation ever. like what what just so random like why is she Asked me how much weight did I gain, and I told her what I gained, and she just walked off. And I me. walked off, yo. So confused, pissed. So, so, if anybody needs me to move some boxes for you, yeah. just let me know. I got a little extra girth. <laughs> That's gonna help for you. I got five extra pounds of boxes to move. So if you have 45 pound boxes that you need to move, and now they're 50, I'm the man for the job. That is not how that works. Like, what? That's how I work in my head. At any, like, <laughs> at any rate. But no, like, seriously, though. So, like, you're not serious. So, I don't know if this is all serious because I don't really. <laughs> I don't really put too much stock in this type of stuff, but mm-hmm. but for real, like I, so my weight fluctuates like crazy. So you were saying like, oh, I might be one way at the beginning of the week, and I might like gain a pound or something like that. No, like I've always like been one weight, and then literally two days later, I might gain ten pounds, mm-hmm. or I might lose ten pounds. Never know. So when I got on the scale and it was the same thing consistently for three days straight, I was like, oh, I've never seen this before. This is new territory. I got to go do something with this. I think you got a secret coke habit. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, um, I, I don't even, I don't even care at this point. Nevertheless. It's here to stay. I hope so, Biggie. Right. Big Daddy, no. 
Okay. What were you before, babe? I was a daddy. <laughs> Not medium daddy. Not medium daddy. I really, you really are getting a kick out of this. <laughs> I like this. Okay, moving right along. All right, say big so, daddy. No, babe. What's that? No, stop. <laughs> all you do is play all your life. What's life for? <laughs> okay. You going to be serious? Yeah, I'll be serious. Just say big daddy. Stop. <laughs> no. Just, just hold my hand and babe. say big daddy. Oh, no. Babe. Look in my eyes. <laughs> What's my name? Put your cup down. All right. Turn the fan off. Godly. So oh, listen. I gotta give me a hand towel. <clears throat> oh, cause you a fat nigga that sweats <laughs> hey, now. Gotta carry one around at all times. Yeah, if y'all see Justin carrying a hand towel around, y'all had my full permission to run his ass over. <laughs> <laughs> at least get like the back of his ankles with a car, a shopping car, Jeez, or something. Uh. My word. Okay, so for real, in all seriousness. So, I don't know if it is the fact that we have, with this podcast, created this, like, transparent platform where we are completely comfortable with saying, like, here are our imperfections and hear us roar. Like, and we're married in spite of it at all, right? And we're happy and we're doing life our way and sometimes we're not happy and here are those times or whatever, right? I don't know if it's that element of our life that has kind of changed in the direction of people being very, very candid with us in relationship things or... um or asking questions. I'm not sh- I'm I'm not sure. But there have there's been this trend in both like real life reality, people that we um communicate with or people that like whether we communicate with them on Instagram, social media platforms, whatever, whatever. Or just in real life, like we actually know these people, these are our friends, our family, whatever. And then the trend has also been in the media for high profile people. And the trend is basically COVID is a home wrecker <laughs> in a sense. Like there are several marriages that are not making it out of COVID. So I said, babe, let's talk about it. Who man, that's a toughie. It is a toughie. So I want to I want to preface this conversation also by just saying like we're good <laughs> like this is not it's not a coming out part. yeah this is not us coming out to say like this the last episode right 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 of our marriage however I do want to be able to for us both to have a, a honest and transparent conversation about something that we do agree on and that is that till death do us part is not realistic for everybody yeah and it's so crazy to say because like everybody says it in their vows right oh like to death do us part like no right until this stops working for us yeah does it part right but say that again. So, like, okay, there's so death to his part, and then the reality of it is this shit yeah. might not be to the wheels for a long. Right, yeah. It might be, you know, an oil change that we don't make it back from. I mean, because we've, we've said it before on previous episodes. Like, man, people, you, you're going to grow. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of if you're going to grow together or grow apart. Right. And... If you do grow apart, like, if you make it back from that, or if it's just like, you know what, like, this ain't it anymore. And I feel like that's okay. And at some point, we got to do a relationship on just, like, religious beliefs so people don't think we're atheists or something. But um, You mean an episode? I mean, yeah, an Mm -hmm. episode on, like, religious belief. But, but like, for real, like, I, I think that a lot of people like get into this like oh like we get married like we have to stay married for mm-hmm. forever and all this and that like 
But do you honestly think it's a, do you think only high level religious people are saying like till death do us part and meaning it like, oh, ain't no, I don't believe in divorce kind of, you think that's only them or, or could it be a traditional thing? Well, like the, my culture and my culture and my family tradition, like we don't believe in divorce. Well, I think it's both. So I, I'll speak from my perspective. I'm from the South. Mm-hmm. So like that, uh, that Bible Belt religion is real. Yeah. So it's, it's been like, oh, like you get married, like till death do us part, like whatever you go through. But also even from like a cultural standpoint, like you, you get married and like this is what you do, like you stay together. Whatever the case in point is. Um, but also... I think it's a, a time thing as well. So I, I, I would throw that wrench in there. So mm-hmm. like we're in 2020 and I voice this to you, but I feel like people in previous generations stayed together out of necessity mm-hmm. because you had one person who was a breadwinner. So there was these traditional roles in it to where like the husband was the person out there working and whereas the wife was the, the child rearing mm-hmm. and the homemaker, whatever the so case really is. So couldn't go nowhere. So you weren't going anywhere even if you wanted to. Like, where so are you going to go? So when you say time, you mean generational. Generational, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a generational thing. So if you're in a generation where it's like, you know what, like women weren't expected to work outside of the household or you had no skills or the case was, mm-hmm. like... Yeah, like it's a death to us part because like my retirement is tied to you, my my livelihood is tied mm. to you. But now, like if you have two people in the household working, and like in, in a certain household to where it it one or the other person could be making more than the other, or like yeah. separately, like you can make it on your own. Then it's fuck you pay me. Yeah, no, like I mean not not that not that, <laughs> but it's like hey, now everybody got to bring something to the table. So if your loaf of bread. <laughs> If I'm bringing a loaf of bread and you ain't bringing, you know, nothing, mm-hmm. what are we doing here? Because so, I can bring the whole meal or right. you can bring the whole meal. So. And then don't. And then. So I don't want people to misconstrue you saying like you bringing something to the table, you bringing something to the table. And those two somethings being this monetary thing. Right, right. We're talking about like affection like loyalty like the are you bringing emotional yeah are you bringing the things to the table that your partner needs from you to sustain your love and your marriage um so how about this because we talked about we talked about this i think on like a, a someone that asked us a question about how we do finances and we were like yeah we split them as best we can or, you know, basically, we share the responsibility of our finances, basically, mm-hmm. right? And then we were talking about, I think one of us, I think I had brought up the example of um, Angelica and I had were like had met this guy that was working at her job or something where his fiance was raised on the man pays for everything. Mm-hmm. Like all the bills and her money is just her money. So if we talking about generational, what does that mean for those individuals who have made it all the way to 2020 and have gotten themselves in that type of marriage? I don't know what it means for whoever you're going to be with, but if it had it been me, it would mean that you're single. So, <laughs> like, like to me, it's like, well, if, like, even in that scenario, like, yeah. the guy pays all the bills, mm-hmm. your money is your money. Mm-hmm. So, what, what are you doing? Like, what are we working towards? Yeah. Like, because... Again, like one of the top three things that are most important in a relationship, especially like marriage, is finances. Mm-hmm. So if you're opting out of one of the top three things, mm. are you even participating? So is this how are we giving this 100 and 100? Like, yeah. how, how is this a partnership? Yeah. Or like, are you saying like, hey, I'm going to opt out of this third thing, but what's the trade off there? Yeah. Is that the conversation? That's this is an interesting. I feel like we need to we need to talk to a couple who has this setup because th- I have several questions just that just popped up in my head. Like, 
how so and this is a scenario is the scenario is if the husband is paying for everything and then the wife gets to do whatever she wants to do with her money right mm-hmm. how who one who's handling the savings right. right who's contributing to the savings account one is my first question Two, how is she building credit? Because I'm assuming if the guy is taking responsibility for these things, then these things are in his name. Oh, I've seen that before. It it doesn't end well. I I can see that, right? And then three, is it mandatory that she have a job, but then she gets to keep her money? And then if she gets to do whatever she wants and she's taken care of by by her husband, then could she just up and quit one day? Mm-hmm. Like, what are the rules? We need to we need to find somebody who has this arrangement. I want to talk to them, not to judge them, and not for you guys to judge them. But I just want to. I don't know. I want to. I need a different perspective. Yeah, I want. Mm-hmm. I want to understand. I'm not, I don't want to understand. I yeah. want to. What what's what am I trying to say? I want to. I want a different perspective. I guess yeah. that's yeah yeah. I want to hear a different perspective. I want to dig into it, and I want to challenge some of these theories. I'm gonna be honest. Like I want them, to, and I want them to challenge us too. Like well, what if not? I'm not gonna say what do you think what is wrong with splitting, right? Yeah. I can see someone say, well, that's just how I was raised, but I don't know. I want to I want to dig deeper beyond like this is just how I was raised because people I- were raised certain ways all the time and choose to go a different path yeah i think it even goes beyond marriage now though because like i mean we both on social media like you see oh like oh God. like like to date me like you gotta like pay my rent and yeah. you gotta pay for all this this and that and if you're not breaking bread like we can't even have a conversation yeah. and that type of thing and i'm like yo <laughs> what what is happening i feel like every time we use this example of seeing people on social media and and this being the conversation i feel like you dig us into this like old geezer get off my grass ass i mean i mean (laughs) hey if it's working for y'all i'm not mad i mean no i don't have nothing to do with me so so i'm not in this society but i feel like this part of society is pretty much like hmm it's out for self. Like I remember uh one of my friends younger than me was we were all we were all in our twenties at the time, but she was just just getting in her twenties and she was like, Yeah, like I was raised on, you know, your twenties are for you to be selfish. Mm-hmm. And I understood where the saying probably originated like I'm reading that way different than she is. Yeah, your like, selfish twenties. Yeah, your selfish twenties are for, you know, if you wanna go hard at work, this is the time to do it. You build the brand, your professional brand, how you see fit because you don't have the responsibility of kids and being attached to somebody in your 20s. That's what I took it as. Like, you you go hard for the shit that you won't be able to give time to in your 30s when you have a family or something like that. But she was taking it as, like, gimme, 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 gimme. Mm-hmm. And I'm out for it all. Like, I'm not committing to shit. And I understand, you know, I respected it to a sense, but then I also was just like, but where's the real gratitude here? And and what are you bringing? Like, yeah, what? Yeah. So I'm supposed to get a part of you because it's your selfish 20s. And yeah. I don't understand. I'm supposed to give you the whole me. But I also feel like this whole entire conundrum that we've gotten ourselves into as a generation is just creating these, like, it creates some of the, the funniest fucking memes, right? But it also is creating this facade of what marriage is supposed to be. Or let me not, let me take that back because marriage is, is you make whatever marriage, you make it. yeah whatever you want to make it but i feel like it's building this definition of if i was single right now in 2020 right uh-huh. based off of how social media is being played 
and the gimme, 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 everything you got that we get, we keep just seeing from the females, right? It's like, okay, so I'm looking for a man and he gotta have all his stuff together. He gotta buy me stuff. He gotta, you know, treat me not, like he has to have all these like unrealistic things when in reality, anybody who's gonna keep it real with you is gonna tell you like, where we are right now is not where we fucking started. Yeah. Right? And then stop and pause for a second and let's act like, let's not act like your shit is all the way together. That's that's what I was waiting on. Okay. Yeah. And so, but I think it's the same thing for the guys. Like, I don't know. We both just have our own set of issues. But that's neither here nor there. I feel like we getting off track because we on like a little tangent of... Like a soapbox? Yeah. So, of our soapbox, the moral, I feel like, of this conversation really is to say marriage does not have to be forever. Like, if this shit stops suiting you, it's okay. It should definitely be okay. And that... and, And it should be okay in a sense of it doesn't matter who else is involved in the marriage right or what else you've built like what the life that you've built together when i say who else is involved like people be like oh i stayed for the kids oh okay right and the, the kids are involved um but i feel like there there has to be like a healthy way to to do that yeah i mean because i think <clears throat> Like I'll do with our own. I think we really do a good job of making sure that Naomi realizes that we're individuals. Yeah. So we're not just mom and dad. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, hey, we're not mom and dad as a collective. Like, like here's my mom. This is what she likes to do. Mm-hmm. Here's my dad. This is what he likes to do. Mm-hmm. And like realizing these are people outside of their marriage or the they're individual people outside of parenthood. Mm-hmm. And that's crucial too inside your marriage. Like, yeah. yeah, like this isn't just my wife or this isn't just my co-parent. Like, just navigating their relationship. Like, you know what? Like, this is a another person who has their own individual wants and needs. Mm-hmm. And Naomi gets to explore different parts, different parts of her own self when she's with us individually. Yeah, which is wild but whole personality changes yeah her her entire personality changes um i think that's a point to make when we're talking about kids and just dissolving anything and then in addition to that i think it's so funny for her to look at photos of us together without her and her ex like where's Naomi (laughs) like um sis like this is what I've been trying to tell you this whole time like I've known this man before before (laughs) he became dad ass so if you could politely slide from the middle of us would be great thank you give me my man gosh but um but no so seriously so I don't know. I don't know if we're like, I really want to dig into this, this conversation of it just being okay, but I don't really know where to start. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I'll start this like, and not to be the dead horse. Cause I said this, like, I, I love you. Like mm-hmm. I love you to life, love you to death, like all of mm-hmm. that. But like I, I've came into like, like my view of marriage before you was always like, Hey, this is, you know, this business arrangement, Mm -hmm. like not just, it's not just about like love. Like we need to actually make each other better outside of loving each other. Mm -hmm. And we've done a really good job of that. Like you made me a better person. Mm -hmm. So in a sense that like, yeah, like we love each other, but we don't make each other better. Like, man, if we were sitting here just, you know, being stagnant, Mm -hmm. not pushing each other to be better individuals professionally, emotionally, parenthood wise, Mm -hmm. like what good would that do us? Yeah. But I, I feel like 
everybody's not ready for that. So, yeah. It's so many. So, obviously, like, we're trying not to step on landmines here. Like, (laughs) and that's how I feel like. That's where I feel like I am in this conversation. So, I want to do something where we really kind of touch on scenarios Mm -hmm. because I don't know, like people can't see something they've never, they've never, they can't, people can't be something they've never seen or it's really difficult to be something you've never seen. And I feel like some specific examples would help people really drive home and spark conversations of like, if this dissolves, it is okay. Yeah. Right? It's not the end of the fucking world. Like, there are so many people out here like, hey, look at it on the bright side. Like, oh, you get to, you know, find somebody new. Yeah, getting to know somebody in 2020 is probably, like, so awkward. And at I think this, a lot of it's... Like, I think age, a lot of it, too, though, like, for real, is people love to let people in on their relationships and it's not even like oh I'm letting my partner down Mm -hmm. I'm letting the people who I've let Mm. in on my relationship on the good stuff because you don't tell the bad stuff yeah I let people who I let in on the good stuff like down and now I'm looking crazy or I let social media down like Mm -hmm. I've been painting this or curating this picture of what we have or whatever the case is, like, and, and that's the thing. It's like, yo, like I'm, I'm, I'm letting myself down. Mm-hmm. I'm letting my partner down. I'm letting my my family down. I'm letting like these strangers who shouldn't be in my relationship to begin with down. And it's like, yo, do your own thing. Yeah, find your happiness the same way you should find your happiness in your marriage. Find it outside of it. But I don't feel like so. So I definitely agree with you. I think that that component of care may be, what am I trying to say? People may put too much thought into like what other people think on social media. I can see that, right? Mm -hmm. But I can also like remember a time where like we weren't in the best place. Like something had just happened and I remember screaming at you like, dog, are you like, are you serious? Like we are like this marriage is bigger than us. Mm-hmm. And when I said it, I was I wasn't specifically speaking about like what people thought we or who people thought we were on social media. I wasn't speaking specifically to them, but I was speaking to, like, the people who had, like, poured into us. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Like, your dad is coming to the front of my mind, but, like, your dad always takes his time to acknowledge, like, hey, I'm really proud of y'all for doing this, or I love how you guys work through different things, right? Mm -hmm. And... To me, like, to see him, someone who is not married, acknowledge that. And you already know your dad has, like, these crazy thoughts on, like, what marriage should be (laughs) and what his is insane. For the record, Justin's dad wants to be married, right? But his wife got to live in a house next door to him, and he still got to have his own house. So this is, you know, this is what I married, I mean, you know. (laughs) <laughs> so uh so to have someone like that acknowledge our growth that did come to my mind and to my heart like when we were in a bad place and I was like yo like this is bigger than just us and we didn't even have I don't know I don't know if we I don't think we had Naomi already or I I don't remember but anyway so I can see both sides of that. No, uh, and and if I can even touch on that point a little bit, and it's like that's that's definitely hit me too. It's mm-hmm. like, oh wait, yeah, this is bigger than us. Like, mm-hmm. and I haven't even since like, 
like all about us type of way, but in the sense of like, yo, like, yeah, we've never seen this before, but in the same way, like we're setting this, like we could be setting the example for somebody we've never even met before. Right. And, and not saying that's like the goal of it, but it's like, man, you know what? Like whatever the issue is, mm-hmm. is that worth like losing somebody who you would be willing to fight through this with? Like, is that worth Right. Like, whatever's going to come after this, is it worth Yeah. this, you know? And I, and I think that's always... The business component for me, like, in marriage, for real, just being completely honest, it's like, yeah, like, do you want to do life? Like, looking at somebody who's, you know, 80, 90, 100 years old, do you want to do life without this person? Yeah. Or could you? Or could you? Yeah. Could you Could you do... I mean, obviously, we can all live without each other. But, I mean, are you guys adding to each other's life in a way where it would be difficult to recoup or recover what you guys have, have built together separately? Yeah. Right? And I think it's important to say, like, even though... You know, we're having a conversation in the scenario of, man, this is bigger than us. Even if you take a moment to to scream that to your partner, like, man, this shit is bigger than us. This is about, you know, the legacy we build. And this is about the people that poured into us. This is about, you know, our kids, our family. Like kids having uh, a two-parent household. Yeah, whatever that first knee-jerk, this is blank, at the end of the day the deciding factor is is this shit still for you not how hurt your partner is going to be not how hurt your kids is going to be or anybody else but is it serve is does this marriage or relationship still serve you and do you still feel like a willing participant to serve that other person because if you lose yourself and then you're not in the marriage at all. Anyway. You're not in a, you're not in a relationship. Yeah. That's it. Like if you're not who you were at the beginning, mm-hmm. if you don't know who you are individually, mm-hmm. then what is it? Like yeah. at, at that point you're either a ghost mm-hmm. or you're a fraud. Yeah. But so okay, so I think this is a good turning point to to redirect the conversation. So one, you said if you would you just say if you can't if you um like had and found yourself yeah or something like that you, you can't recognize yourself like yeah, you're you not an individual yeah if you can't recognize yourself so i want to point out because i feel like i'm in one of those seasons right now not where i can't recognize myself but where i am kind of just like restabilizing myself like i'm in a really good groove and i keep having to like get out of that groove to make sure that I still had family at the forefront. Yeah. Like I'm trying to to build this brand and I'm just I just want to go 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 without interruptions, but that's not that's not life, right? But I still feel like you and I are on the same page in a sense where you can see that I'm trying to do something mm-hmm. and you're giving me that space and that opportunity to be like, yo, fly. Yo. Like, like take, like take your time, like get, get this shit right. I see how hard you're working at this. Like find yourself in this, in this moment. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I haven't voices enough mm-hmm. and I don't know if we need to make this a commercial and like cut this part out, but like, mm-hmm. no, it's, it's your season. Mm-hmm. Like you were, you're killing it right now. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so proud of you. Like, I'm so proud of everything that you're doing. And I'm not in your way. Like, I'm here to support you. If I'm not your biggest cheerleader, what What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Like, so, yeah, hell yeah, I'm super proud of you. I'm out <laughs> your way. Like, what can I do to help? What can I do to make sure that you're good? So, I'm not, like, do your thing. No, I, no. You First of all, I'm not going to cry on this podcast. <laughs> um, But, no, I, I appreciate you saying that. And... I think it's important for one for you to say it and two for us to acknowledge it because I do feel like 
and I've said this to you before in different scenarios, but I do feel like like once you have kids and, and this I'm I'm gonna commit this to being a mom thing, but like but well, once you have a child I don't know what like hormone this is or what scientific component my like that contributes to this build up of mom guilt. But every moment that I'm not like, hey, Naomi, what you want to do, Naomi? Like, I feel guilty as fuck about just not, I don't know, like saying, hey, no, I can't play right now. Like, I I feel less guilty about, I feel less guilty about saying, Naomi, I can't play right now when I had to do like my nine to five job stuff right yeah but when i have to do things for my own business i feel super fucking guilty really i do because it's because i'm the boss yeah but i also only have x amount of hours in a day and you might think like oh yeah i'm gonna do this during this time but it, you, you still gotta sleep <laughs> like it doesn't you you don't equate well I don't equate very well in my mind the time that I need to like go to sleep and so I don't know but that's that's getting that's getting off track so I'll, I'll go ahead what was you about to say I was gonna say like just Naomi is like one of the if not the luckiest kid in the world mm-hmm. like because I can't speak to how you grew up mm-hmm. but like just having like parents who would do anything for you and <laughs> And just realizing, like, yeah, them doing anything for you means that they're not going to be there to mm-hmm. make sure that you have everything that you need. Mm-hmm. And for her to be, what, two and a half years old, and for the for two years of her life, we, we've literally been at home. Yeah. And she's had parents, like, there, like, every, literally every step that she's taken. Big facts. And it's like, yo, like you good (laughs) so you you gonna be okay so like her like seeing you navigate a nine to five while Mm -hmm. seeing you building your own brand and business that is a huge like compliments of what you've been able to accomplish Mm -hmm. but also like a feather in your cap as a mom and as a businesswoman and as a mompreneur to be like, yo, I am setting this example for my daughter to where she can see you can do all of this, mm-hmm. but also have this legacy to where she can just step right in. And should you choose to have a nine to five, cool. But should you choose to come over here mm-hmm. and build your own brand and business, perfectly fine. I've already laid the blueprint for you. You can come yeah. right over here because I'm taking all the loans for you right now and I'm building this for you. But this time is so important her like developmentally and she obviously she's Babe, she's getting just... way more time than the average kid <laughs> gets. she's getting way more time than than anybody gets like whether it's you know an hour two hours three hours here whatever the case is mm-hmm. like if you like let's be realistic about it like yeah like this is our reality but like most of the times like oh we get up for breakfast like when we were kids like all right get on the bus go to school whatever the case is we get home then we got two hours with our parents mm-hmm. like for real sure. like you get home five five to seven like whatever the case is like you you eating dinner mm-hmm. all right getting ready for bed then you do it rinse watch repeat and then you got the weekend but i also feel like the more time we spend with her like it's more time for not the outside world kind of fucking her up but like for us to fuck it up and i don't know this is this is a conversation for another day like, i don't mind having this conversation on the podcast but like Let's we get to the subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to I just want you to know that you're doing an amazing job, so don't beat yourself Thanks. up about it. Thanks, babe. I love you. Mm-hmm. My eyes is closed because tears are not going to come out. Mm-hmm. So when I was saying um, to read, this is a good segue to, to redirect. I'm thinking about, so we're talking about, yes, like, oh, yeah, not, oh, ooh, we're rooting for divorce. Nah, we're just rooting for people to live their absolute best life. And to that, be happy. To be happy. And I don't feel like that means that marriage 24-7, 365 is going to be 
happy all the freaking time so this is really a nod i also like if we're gonna give it up for the people who say like you know what this isn't for me you know i i might have come into this saying you know till death do us part or you ain't going nowhere i don't believe in divorce but in the middle of that i chose to like choose myself yeah choose myself or take the the or to not choose the beaten path where I stay just because that's what society says you're supposed to do, right? And then I'm making this okay, you know, it's not this shameful thing, then cool, right? But then I also want to acknowledge the people who fight so freaking hard for their marriages. Like the people who have, whether it's one person has had a downfall and that other person is like, okay, this shit is hard. Mm-hmm. Initially, when I walked into this marriage, I thought if this, you know, clearly if this scenario happened, I would be out. But no, here I am, right? Shout out to those people. To those marriages where, or relationships where both parties have done some foul shit. Like, or both parties have been, I don't know, kind of absent or something like that and not really putting you know prioritizing each other whatever the reason might be for like the non-happy season of your relationship if you have fought through that kudos to you because i mean shit that's a testament too yeah no Somewhat, like on this you know, like I feel like going into marriage, like my job, like going into our relationship, like my job is to make sure that you're happy, mm-hmm. right? And if I'm not doing that, if I can't make you happy, like if you're not good and we're not good, mm-hmm. then what are we doing? Like, if I can't put a smile on your face, like if you're not happy being with me, yeah, if I'm not adding to your life, then really but i think there's also a part of marriage where like you have to go out and find your own happiness too true but if that other person if your partner isn't adding to it that's 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 true that's true or if your if your partner is is taking away from the happiness that she found Mm -hmm. then is that really a partner like uh you got an adversary yeah that's not really a partner yeah I don't know. We just really wanted to just get y'all juices flowing. Yeah, man. I don't know. Y'all can do do with this episode what you what you what want. you want. Like yeah. it, it is what it is, but we just wanted to. I mean, we you see in the media like people being home with each other, and like we we called it. I mean, and I feel like anybody with eyes could see like, oh, everybody's at home right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, you actually get to spend time with your spouse, and yeah. like realize, oh this person has changed since I got in a relationship with them or since I got mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a marriage with this other person. Yeah. Cause we keep do saying, I, do I like this new person? Yeah. I mean, even think, and I, and we can use the celebrities cause they, they stuff is in the media anyway. They business is out on the street. But so like, take it from, let's say like Cardi being offset, like not whatever got them to the point of divorce, but in a sense of he works and she works right now they have these unconventional careers in a sense of like everyday people but if you go to work every day so justin goes to work every day i go to work every day and almost like you just said about like how much people see their parents right in that Mm -hmm. same regard we get up in the morning we see each other we go to work. That's at least eight eight to nine hours, right? With Where the, we, with we the commute. have a chance to miss each other. Yeah, well, we have a chance to miss each other. Um, we don't see each other. We are these two completely different people because we're in this professional sense, right? We have yeah. our faces on. And then we get Naomi. We get home. And it's really about family time yeah. it's not me and you husband and wife 
right? Mm -hmm. And so at that point, we are giving Naomi some FaceTime because she hasn't seen us. We are figuring out what's going to be for dinner. Then we are exasperating the last bit of energy that we have to get her down. And then we sit on the couch and give each other leftovers. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever energy we have left over from this exhausting ass day. And that's the little bit of time that you get to spend with your freaking spouse. And so how much could go wrong in that little bit of time? (laughs) Not much. So now taking it to like back to Cardi and Offset, nobody's touring. People are barely working. If you are, you they on Zoom calls like we was on Zoom calls in the beginning of it. So you're constantly getting to see this fucking person at work. You get to see their work voice, they work voice, they work <laughs> attitude, how you know how they do, people at their job and everything. Do you even still like this person? No, that's real. That's real. like, and even like for people like who in a relationship young, and then like you're older now. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, do I like the person like who you are on an everyday You've basis? Grown up now? to be, yeah, yeah, that's for real. this extended period of time. Yeah, yeah, that's real. So career, these work, these jobs probably be safe. <laughs> this the COVID has um, expedited the time the to the in- end of some of these <laughs> yeah. marriages. The inevitability yeah. of what was about to happen. So you really should be thanking COVID. Yeah. Because I think these second marriages after these... Oh, yeah, they're going to be fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you what know, to look for. You know time. what to look for. Yeah. Like, you know we on. Like, oh, shit. Like, this is what I didn't realize I had. Or this mm-hmm. is what I didn't realize that I, you know what I'm saying? Like, didn't even didn't know I have. needed. Yeah, or didn't. Yeah. yeah. So... I'll say this in, in closing out the, the episode, babe, don't judge me. Mm-hmm. But I have, and it's, it's not even like, oh, something happened and this is the thought that came to my mind. But I've always like assumed that if there was ever a time where one of us was not happy or whatever, I don't, I don't care what the scenario is, you would still be my friend if we were not together right in a sense of we have a job to do Mm -hmm. in making sure Naomi is happy and I wouldn't I just don't see a scenario where I would get in the way of that no, that's real. Like, and it wouldn't be fake. It wouldn't be like, oh yeah let's just co-parent and let's be cordial around each other when we were around a kid like no, like, hey, what's up, ex husband? <laughs> like, we going to the zoo today. You trying to roll? Like, yeah. oh, your wife trying to go, or your girl trying? To, like, I don't care. Like, are you happy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now that's real because I I like you as a person, right? Which is which is cool. Like, oh, you know, I I can vibe with you. Like, yeah. I like you as a person. Like, what what we doing? Mm-hmm. Like, it is what it is. So like, should something happen? You know, like not wishing that it does, but it's like, hey, like I know, like one, like just a peace of mind of knowing, like I don't have to worry about one, how you're gonna take care of Naomi, right? Because you're happy, like because I know your judgment, Mm -hmm. I know who you are as a parent, like Mm -hmm. all right, we good, Um, but just also knowing, like you know what, like if I am not making you happy, and that's my goal. Then knowing that, like, yo, if you found somebody who, if something would happen to us, and like you found somebody who's making you like happy, then I know the effort that I've put into us. Yeah. And my hat's off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's like, yo, I know what I put in. Like my hat's off to that. Like, yeah. cause, and if that makes you happen, and like you're like genuinely, honestly happy, what, what I'm gonna be mad at? Like yeah. I can only, I can only be like, oh shit, like let me figure out what I did wrong and we had that relationship where we could have that conversation. Right. All right, cool. But I think that's, this is why it's important for us to have these like, I'm not going to say foreshadowing conversations, but to have these very open conversations about like, well shit, what if, right? Now, granted, 
somebody's feelings is is probably you know or both people's feelings is going to be hurt because the shit you know didn't work out like we didn't get into this with the intention of like it not working out right yeah but in that same regard i think conversations like this is important because it's like even if something did happen and one of us was hurt or one or more hurt than the other it's like remember we said remember we was talking about right or as it is in the process of as the relationship is in the process of dissolving we already have a foundation of having the conversation to be like all right so what happened like yeah. what what went wrong where do we go can wrong? we fix it you do you want to try right oh you don't want to try damn that's fucked up right oh okay so my feelings hurt but you yeah know. so what do, what do we all do right now? what's next yeah what's what's next well what what do you want to try okay we've tried things shit's still not working like all right how do we do this yeah and i don't know i just feel that whole like we were mature i was concerned for your happiness or i was responsible for a portion of your happiness when we was married or together thing but now that we not, it's, it's big time fuck yous. Like, I don't understand that at all. Nah, 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 nah. I don't. Um, maybe it's not, hopefully it's not for me to understand. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't see us getting to that point, but who fucking knows? And as long as, like, I have like a list of maybe like three people. Like as long as you don't remarry and remarry one of those people, then like then we're good. Three people. Yeah. It might be just two, but I'm just trying to make the number bigger than two. Yeah, talk about the offline. I I know one for a fact. I don't really. Big facts. You you wouldn't be able to bring my kid around that. Like I don't give a fuck about your happiness at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody can be happy. (laughs) Nobody is getting scorched earth. club shot up not in the the way that you think but nah oh that's crazy because i was just gonna ask you a question Um, if if something did happen Mm -hmm. would you be looking to remarry at some point would i remarry um i would go with the flow and i think that's a that's more of a question for you because guys because I'm not asking nobody to marry me, right? Yeah. So um, I would definitely go with the flow. I think I would be annoyed at at the fact that I had to go out and get and to know again. somebody yeah. again. But I also would just be like, um, I think, you know, the, the most exciting part? What? Decorate my bachelor <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, that's the most exciting part. <laughs> Would you remarry? Um, hopefully not. I wouldn't want to. For real? I would not at all. That's crazy. I would not, man. Like, I would like just because I'd be like, yo, I tried it. Like, cool, I'm good. Nah, what happened to uh, I try anything twice? Except for marriage. Bye, y'all. <laughs> no, like for real. Like I wouldn't. I well, wouldn't. let's let's take a commercial break and then unpack this. This is yo. Get it together. I really wish I got. I'm going to start recording these commercial breaks that we take because I I'm going to tell y'all a story at this point now, right? So early. Don't try to get up. What? Early in our relationship, right? Let me tell y'all a little story. Story time. So, this was our... I think this may have been our first, like, New Year's. We were celebrating... Yeah, it was. We celebrating... Excuse me. New Year's. So, obviously, it's New Year's Eve. We at a club, y'all. So, this girl Justin used to talk to before me is there... I can't remember if he had introduced me to her or not, or if I just knew that she was around or whatever. Tell me why. Let me think if this is before or after the. Bo- it was after. Had to be after. 
Tell me why the ball drops is 12 o'clock. Me and Justin kiss, whatever, whatever, whoop-de-woo. So me and my other little friend, we walking around, go to the bar. I come back. Babe, take your hand off your face. What? What happened? I come back around to, like, the main little area, and Justin is kissing this girl. What happened, babe? Look, look, kiss on the hand. This man was not kissing this Peter girl. Peter you know. You done? Maybe. I'm not playing with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny now, y'all. It's it's only funny, right? Because it happened so early. One. That was like ten years ago. It was seven. Years ago. Like 10. I round up. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. So it's only ha- it's only funny because it happened early. It wasn't funny at the time, but funny now because I literally was thinking to myself, who the fuck do he think he is? He's younger than me. Oh, he trying to play me? fight me he I, I, babe you was just like this skinny kid I was taking a chance on you had just moved me down to St. Louis put me on welfare <laughs> yeah yo <yeah. laughs> <laughs> dog but, session 80 babe but I just had this perception of like I just just really like who did you think this is why we had to leave St. Louis because you just thought you was too cool in St. Louis untouchable I digress because <laughs> you pissing me off yo she brought it up alright but I don't know what how do we even get to this oh oh so on the commercial break Justin was like who's the uh, people I can't marry who's the people I can't marry if we get a divorce so I was like oh this person he like okay cool I said and this is the second person of course the second person is the girl that he was kissing on New Year's and it's only because I meant to lay my hands and my feet on her and pray for her Mm-mm. before we left St. Louis but I never got the chance so I, you know, if something happens here and it's marriage, you remarry and you remarry her, there's no, t- I mean, <laughs> there's no telling what that first encounter is going to be. I just pictured the little, two little girls off of Lovecraft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be me and Naomi. Doop, 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 following Shorty around. So... Naomi, unlock the door. Guys, this don't even sound like me. Come it, on now. Oh, my God. Please. At any rate, babe, why did you kiss this girl? Like, what was you thinking? What I tell you on the break, babe? I was meant to I know. At that point, oh my God. I thought I was supposed to live in Utah. I really can't with this guy. Okay, tell us what she was about to say. Y'all, please slide in Justin's DMs and ask him why he kissed the girl, y'all. Um, nope, that ain't the song I needed. <laughs> 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 that was not it. Okay, so listen. What uh, what was you saying before the break? Oh, you I said, what happened to I Try Anything Twice? Yeah, like what I want to get married twice for. Like, nah, like I, I put my heart and soul into this. So do it again. For what? To see if it sticks. I mean, it might. I I don't think your ne- I don't think your next marriage would be better than this one. I but know. Who, so who it, am I? I mean, who are you to say <laughs> something? But I know. So like, at that point, why would I try to get? Now also, would you be like a serial dater? I'd be a serial date. No, nah, I'm not dating nobody. No. You'd be a serial prayer. No, nah, I would just mind my business, honestly. Babe. No, for real. Like, why are I, you playing on this podcast? No, for real. Like, I would. Um. 
we talked about this before. Like, I don't really feel like, sorry, this is going to be anti-marriage and anti-relationship, but I don't really feel like, I feel like the older dudes get, like, the less marriage makes sense. Okay. So, so you just gonna be single out here in these streets? I would. Mm. Why? Because it's cheaper. I'm expensive. You're not expensive. You know what's expensive? What? Having an ex-wife and a wife. That sounds expensive. What you mean? I mean, you got to do for your kid anyway. Oh, you think the ex? You think the new wife will have kids? I'm. This is very. Expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Cause you get into a relationship with a wife, and then mm-hmm. like <laughs> with a wife, <laughs> she's like, "Oh, I want my own kid." Couldn't blame her. Mm-hmm. And like, cause your only kid is, you know, by somebody else, or like she has another kid and it's by somebody else. Like, let's make us a family. Mm-hmm. So one would assume she might want one. That's mm-hmm. if she don't already have one. Even if she does have one, it's like, hey, let's have us one together. Mm. Like, yeah, that. You are still in that age. I am. Like, you can't even, like, if we got, if we weren't together right now, like, you you just assume we wanted to a relationship, somebody got kids. So, let me ask you this. this is this why you don't want to um, get snipped? Just in case your second wife wants some kids? Hey, you caught me. <laughs> Fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Oh, well, y'all have heard it here first. Don't let this man turn up uh, married if things don't work out with the Ross romance. I guarantee there won't be no Ross whatever else romance. There won't be no Ross romance remix. Won't be that. Oh, the remix? I'll be cracking up. I'll be at your wedding like, I thought you said you wasn't <laughs> going to get married. Mm-mm. So you be exchanging money. That <laughs> money. Oh gosh, yeah. Let's y'all want me to start a bet? Can we put this on FanDuel? <laughs> I'm the man on there, by the way. Oh my god, I'm up about five hundred in two weeks. Babe, tell people what the moral of the story is. The moral of the story is: do what you want, be happy as you see fit, regardless of your partner. Mm-hmm. In certain instances, like yeah, don't be unhappy as a result of your partner. That's mm. the moral. Or as a result of your marriage. Ooh. Or as a result at oh I need a net. Don't be unhappy as a result of the restraints society puts on marriage. Ooh, that's it. Alright, we out. Bye.